Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Rogue One starts here with Andrew, and we're talking about each and every episode of Disney Plus original series on our podcast, Going Rogue. My name's Dylan White. Joining me, Ashley Hobley. Dylan, excited to be here. Yeah, Very good. we start the resistance. We start the resistance. Um, so this week, episode four, Old Honey? Old, Old Honey? Um, one episode, not three this week. Uh, directed mm. by Susanna White, written by Tony and Dan Gilroy, the synopsis of which was, out of options, Cassian is recruited for a dangerous mission to infiltrate an Imperial garrison. What did you think of this week's solo, not movie-length, uh, uh, Just, premieres thing, yes. I mean, I think it was technically the longest episode, single It episode was the so longest, far. so I'll say that I was <laughs> I clicked play and straight away clicked pause so I could see the runtime. I was happy to see it was like you know, 49 minutes or 48, you know, something like that. Right, like it was like 50 runtime. minutes minus the yeah. time credits or whatever. Yeah. I was uh, happy to see it wasn't 26 minutes or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Obviously, again, it's a building episode. Uh, we're getting introduced to the wider cast of Andor. Uh, obviously, in the first three episodes, we were kind of pinpoint focused on Andor in his direct collection of characters. Uh, but yeah, obviously, we're expanding a bit more. Uh, we get introduced to Mon Moth for this episode. Also, get introduced to uh, the people in the Imperial security, the reconnaissance. No. IBS. Yeah, whatever. Imperial Bureau of Security. That too, so, and then obviously Andor's on his own, his first escapade as part of the Rebellion, so, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid, like, building episode, obviously building up to prob- maybe next episode when they actually run things, or episode, because it, it, from what I've heard, they're going to do, like, three episode arcs uh, mm. so far, so, uh, yeah, pretty liked it. Yeah, I really like to continue just to think this is like hit after hit uh very just so excited like show looks so good <laughs> it is redi- it is kind of silly how good it looks i mean the worst thing i would argue in this that looks not great is the the car even that's like pers- that could be the personal choice what you know car? the car that she comes to the the shop in Oh right, yeah. I didn't even notice. I thought I, I thought everything looked fine. <laughs> I had no I had no complaints. I, maybe I'm just in so much shock and awe. You're in shock and awe. I'm saying I'm saying practical locations, real trees and shit. I don't. It's crazy, man. I don't. <laughs> Losing my mind over here. It's kind yeah. of crazy. What do they smell like? What's nature like? I don't know what you. <laughs> they actually touch touch grass in this episode. They actually touch grass. Good on them. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, really, really liked it. I feel like, yeah, definitely this, I felt like this episode definitely works, uh, like, you know, as much as I'd like an hour and a half of this every week, this felt like it worked a lot better than any of the previous three would have. I think like releasing all three of those in one go was the better idea. Um, it was really good, like prologue. And then we're now into like the, the meat of the show, I guess, and seeing Cassian on his, his journey to become the person that we see in Rogue One and everything. Um, yeah, and we get a little bit more of obviously Luthan and uh, finally getting to see Mon, Moth- Mon Mothman was really exciting. Um, meeting some other people, 
um, yeah, bad guys, I guess. Seeing what happens to other bad guys mm. was quite funny. Um, so yeah, let's let's start the Cassian stuff and then touch on a few other characters. So, um, I thought the interesting thing of note that's easy to miss this episode is Cassian, when asked to take a fake name, takes his dad's name. So, um, that was Clem is his uh, father's or his uh, adopted father, uh. I guess. His his uh, name. So not very yeah. creative. Not very creative, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was, I was, I was <laughs> I totally mean, it's reasonably it. easy to track. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, yeah, again, I'm, I've, I assume that eventually we will see like a flashback to more to do with like his dad and everything. Because that throwaway line about him being hanged in the street and whatever from the last, yeah. somewhere among those last three episodes, they all just blend together now. I don't know. I don't know what happened in episode one, three, two. I don't know. It's just one episode. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I liked. I definitely like the the slow journey we're going to go on with Cassian here, where you know he's he's picked up by Luthen. Luthen says, "You know, don't you want to like do more than just spit in the soup and you know all this sort of stuff?" And Cassian very much sounds like Jin Erso in this. You know, like mm. doesn't want to be part of the doesn't want to be part of the fight. Um, you know, he says something about you know saws partisans some of a group you know rebels they're all the same whatever i just want to live my life um very like Jin so sounding uh how he wa- wants to go about it and he has to be paid to do the mission which is yeah it does make him a mercenary not actually one for the cause which is something yep. that uh vel definitely is not going to tell the rest of that group once he's getting it, got in because she's saying he's like you know Viva uh, Viva Resistance, you know, like yep. sort of uh, mantra. So that's interesting. How I wonder what, and it really does make me wonder, like, um, what is going to be the exact fire or you know whatever flame that makes him do that final push? Like, it's it's not like he doesn't already hate the Empire. We're we're there. He hates the Empire. He's just not at the stage where he wants to put his life into fighting for against them. Um, Especially from not without, you know, from an actual fighting cause, not just getting paid for it, sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I wonder what that's going to be. Um, they're, they're there. So this mission, uh, this episode is mostly set up for their mission, which is to go fuck up this uh, garrison. Yep. Um, and it does very much sound like a suicide mission. Although, again, it just remind me of Rogue One because he's he's like, there's only 10 of us. And then Jin has that line, you know, make. Make ten Make men 10 feel, feel like, like a hundred. Yeah. Ten feel like a hundred, or what? You know, like that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if they're purposeful callbacks, or I'm just like linking stuff. <laughs> I'm just linking stuff in my head over here. I don't know, but yeah. Um, I thought all the very much like, like everything in this episode. Everyone fears everyone. You know, like everyone that Vel, like Vel has fears for Cassian. Um, the only reason she takes him is because of. Um, Luthen like really pushing uh, so then everyone back at her camp is like super fearful he could be like a spy and all this sort of stuff and then you're watching the Mon Mothma deal with Luthen and they think everyone's a spy and all this sort of stuff so I like that vibe from this show where it's um it's less just you know the war sort of stuff we've seen before and it is more you know can I trust this person who's this person like what's the what's the go we can't let our secrets out and all this sort of stuff it's, it's a different sort of vibe that we haven't seen in Star Wars before that I'm quite enjoying uh, what do you think is Luthen's story? So he is a dude who comes and picks up Cassian. Yep. Um, we think he's going to pick him up because he's got this item that he wants to buy, but then he's like, no, nah, 
I'm here for you. I'm here for Cassian. He then says to him that he's not actually in charge and it's Vel. It's very obvious that it's not actually her. It's, it's still him. He's um he's just saying that he's not in charge of the operation or something for the sake of Cassian. Goes out there and tells her that, you know, take this person or whatever. Then says that Cassian's actually really expendable, but they need him. Um, then the fact we get to see him go back to... Coruscant. Um, Coruscant, which, again, very cool to see Coruscant, like, for the first time in forever. Uh, Sense very, of prequels. Yeah, yeah, just the that overhead shot of the city was very beautiful, I thought. I'm just seeing stuff, so... Um, but yeah, so then we see him go back to Coruscant. We see him... He's an art dealer. He puts on a wig. He literally is acting to the point that he looks in a mirror and practices his cheesy Just, smile. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that yeah. sequence. I yeah. think it's so cool. Just him like, tilting down that fold-away yeah. mirror, putting all, all those rings and like yeah. feigning whatever crazy... Because when he's talking normally to like Cassian or whatever, it's just like very dow-sized, like very serious yeah. or whatever. And his personality is like a lot like louder. It's like fucking Benicio Yeah, Del but then Toro's you hear him the, talking to Mon Mothma. Like, yeah, like switches it on and off on a yeah, dime. <laughs> on a dime, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you think of this character? I think he is the current leader of the Rebellion. Hmm. That is my impression of what we've seen so far. Or at least higher up than Mon Mothma. Mothma's currently. Hmm. So... Although she said she talks about the circle, so I assume it's he's one of the of the top echelon of people involved in in the rebellion. So yeah. makes me wonder who. So you'd have like so you'd have um you'd have Mon Mothma, you'd have Luthen, uh, I guess Bala Balagorna Algana. Um, that's the like I guess that would be it, right? Like how big the circle? <laughs> How do you think can be in this? Uh, more of a triangle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More, I was going to say, it's more of a triangle. So, yeah, I assume there's more people. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like Luthen's the most interesting character that come out of this so far. Not to mention, we can't skip over the fact that he does hand Cassian a kyber crystal. Kyber crystal. Hey, check this out. Have a look at this. You'll go to a planet where you die. <laughs> You'll go down to a planet where they're mining all this. Yeah. Bloody kyber crystals. The bane of us all. Why do you reckon he has one? Like, he's and he a says, personal thing. He's, yeah, he says it holds sentimental value, like personal value. He wants it back. He gives you it know, to him if, to sell if he needs, but... If I had to spitball some crazy idea, you know, he fell in love with a Jedi and the Jedi got killed during Order 66, he took the Kyber Crystal from a lightsaber. That's a cool Could story. Be. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to say straight away, it's he's... It, it cannot be some dumbass who's secretly a Jedi in hiding because that would be terrible. That would be so bad. <laughs> that would I'd sort of ruin, not ruin the show, but fuck, I'd be annoyed if that's the, the yeah, okay. direction they went. I'll say that right no, now. You don't want him to be a Jedi, is what you're saying. No, I don't want no fucking Jedi. Just stay away. Yeah. Too I'm many survived Order 66. I'm sick of this. Did, yeah. yeah. Why did you all survive Order 66? You should have all yeah. just died, is what Dylan wants. Died, so can, yeah. Just, just I, I'm sick of Jedi's, right? I've had enough Jedi for now. Yeah. Hate Cal Kestis. Mm. Hate, <laughs> hate Ahsoka. Hate, yeah. yeah. Enough Jedi That's in this show. Enough Jedi in shows. This leave, leave them out of the shows. What I'm saying. Yeah. Not to say like he can definitely have a kind of crystal, not be a Jedi, but just mm. you know, just putting that out there. Uh, but it's certainly interesting because kind of crystal is not something that a common. 
common, obviously. It's not something everyone's carrying around. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're worth they're a lot of money. Touristy. They're not handing them yeah. out. No, they don't hand them out. Like That's that, why so. they were mining them for the test. Mm. It's true. We do get a Scarab shout-out during this episode. We do get a Scarab well. shout-out. We get another shout-out to something it's else. okay, we're too. sending materials to Scarab. Yeah. Which makes sense, because this thing is a massive data center. Yeah, building a massive center there, so... Um, he also talks about his time in the when Cassian talks about his time in the uh, Imperial Army or whatever, like his brief stint, uh, potentially lines him up in the that he would have been like time wise. You'd have to do some proper maps on it, but his time wise, maybe he was in the same platoon as Han <laughs> would uh, be the potential lineup on that if he was around then. So. Oh, you didn't see Cassian in a uh, solo. No. no, he I was right next to him. He have to go back. Yeah, go back. Yeah, he he ran past the solo, fall, fell in the mud. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Maybe he did. Probably deserved it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, did you? No, no, did he have... ran away when uh, Chewbacca got out of the cage. That's what That's happened. Probably fair. That's probably fair. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Vel? This uh, and or any of the other people? Do you think they're just? Anything of substance to them or like, no, I mean, like straight up know, people who got fucked by the Empire. It's an interesting ragtag group of uh, of people, you know. Obviously, Vel has some sort of personal vendetta, it seems like, uh, but all the others have their own reasons. thought, uh, I don't know which one is it. Is it the kid? Yeah, the kid. I couldn't find the actors, that character names or anything on the IMDb's. Reminded me of the kid from Alien is what I was thinking, but that's a reference you're not going to get, so. Uh, Karis, played by Alex Lawther. Mm. Uh, yeah, just his whole rant about the the event that's going to happen in the sky, that they're going to use as a distraction. Just breaking down the science of it, I thought was quite amusing. Just him uh, believing in Cassian just because of feel, you know. Yeah, he feels it, you know. He's one with the force and the force is with him. Sure. <laughs> also, oh, shout yes. out to Eben Moss uh, Baccarat, who plays Arville. Yeah, he's in The Bear. You should all go check out The Bear. It's great. It's also on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in Europe or Australia. Yeah, I guess. Or else it's Hulu. Uh, yeah, I guess, in America. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then the the short our little time we got to see with Mon Mothma, very much enjoying seeing um, fucking uh, Genevieve O'Reilly back in yeah. the role. Um, really excited to see more, of course. But yeah, it's it's um it's interesting time to be seeing her because there is that sense of when she's talking to uh, Luthen that she is not in charge in this room. It's Luthen who's in charge of this room. Yeah. She's important. And then we get this scene with her husband, and I was like, oh shit, she's got a then- cool place. I was like, she got a rich ass fucking house, but also apparently I mean, she's, she's married at some stage. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. She was a senator, but yeah. So I, I, I do enjoy like this character that, you know, say a million times, a character that's so important to Star Wars that we know literally nothing about or you don't get to spend any time with outside of uh, like hearing her do speeches or little cameos and doing important moments and stuff like that. You never get to actually see her in a day-to-day life sort of thing. So I, I really enjoyed seeing that scene of her coming back um, to her home 
completely unaware that about to have this dinner and she obviously is very estranged from her husband her husband's com- obviously completely unaware of her yep. um dealings with the it's interesting stuff. what it reminded me of was uh kellyanne conway who was the american like uh used to be the trump i don't know speaker or mm. you know press secretary or something press whatever person her yeah. husband is like works on like at the very other end of the spectrum on like the Liberty Project, trying to get uh, Republicans out of office and that kind of stuff. So that's, it felt like that kind of marriage. That's probably exactly what their uh, <laughs> yeah, home life is. Yeah, separate beds and yeah. yeah. Hey, honey, I'm home. Fuck you, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Make America <Yeah>. great again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, why are you even married? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's quite good. Um, then the only other character to sort of touch on uh, is uh, you get to see Cyril um, <laughs> the, get absolutely what was coming to him. I love that scene. Like, not to say I Which the bad guys, but just just that scene of him get all of them getting fucking told. The fact that Commander's like, uh, like pulls a clerks and is like, I'm not even supposed to be here today. And then like, <laughs> and then they all like old mate tries to raise his hand, and the other dude's like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, like all this shit. Um, all, the, I mean, all the disasters I've seen, this one takes the cake. Yeah, there's also like, not say I'm usually rooting for the bad guys, but in that case, it's like it was quite funny to see just see him get, get completely told, and then um, slapped by his mother. Literally I love has to the move line, back in with his mum. That's funny. you don't need to worry. We're not going to replace you. <laughs> yeah. The imperial army is coming in to take over. Yeah. You've done such a bad job that we're coming to replace everyone's job here and taking over. Like, <laughs> he is here just... is redundant because of yeah. you. What do you reckon his story is from now? That's the interesting thing. I think you know. I think he's he's going to try and redeem himself in the eyes of the Empire. You know, I think he's going to be some sort of antagonist to the rebellions. Yeah, I think like the 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 easiest assumption. He's going to be, be that... some sort of snitch. Yeah, I was thinking by, maybe by the end of the season, he manages to figure out or get a a, a sniff that there maybe is more to Luthan or something like that. Could be the, like, how he gets back in their good graces or, yeah. you know, maybe by the end of the season, Luthan's cover's blown because of him. That could be a make him big role. I mean, they could go the complete opposite, too, in that he actually completely turns on the Empire. They could, but that's kind of... Yeah. I don't want to. I enjoy Watch him wallowing. Yeah, <laughs> Just the whole sequence say, yeah. of him going to this space airport, having to carry his bags all the way yeah. down to his mother's house. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I opens the door and just like, mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm home. I've completely destroyed a, uh, a region I've of the galaxy and uh, now they're under control of the Empire because we couldn't, I couldn't, Keep my fucking mouth shut for I couldn't, a couple of days. Couldn't sweep something under the rug, yeah. Couldn't sweep something under the rug. I feel I bad. Do for what I was told to do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for old man. He was right at the end of the day. You know. I mean, he technically, like, technically, it was right. He, he he said those two, the two that got killed, probably he, talked this, shit. He literally murdered. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, eh, you know. Sure, they were in, they were doing something wrong, but they deserve to die. Probably not. They probably but. did as well. They probably <laughs> did. I mean, we know they did. So, yep. you know, I'm going to say that. But I feel like I know they did. Mm. Um, Anything f- 
uh, that we've missed. Okay. We missed the whole section in the Empire and like. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ISB and stuff. Yeah. So all that's sort of interesting. There has to be more to. Um, I don't know the characters' names. I couldn't find them before. It's, but... uh, Deidre Miro. That's a character? Like the woman? Deidre. Yeah. Okay. Um, the blonde. Yeah. So... yeah. The blonde. So there's more going on there than I think meets the eye because uh, she has that little scene where she discusses with her mate about like you know like they're they're looking for a reason to keep investigating more. It seems like the there's more they're trying to find out the person who stole that thing that Cassian had. So like I think there's more to it than meets the eye. Like what do you make of everything that was? Yeah, I mean it it raises questions because obviously we know this is a spy show and that kind of stuff. Uh, it does. Give you an idea of how much infighting there potentially was amongst the Empire as well, uh, and trying to like raise themselves up the rank. Obviously, we've seen bits and pieces of it with like, uh, what's his name, Kenick or whatever, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, Krennic, Krennic, um, and that kind of thing. But yeah, I thought this was really one of the more interesting parts of the episode, actually. So, uh, just the, the diplomatic, <laughs> you know, the the bureaucracy of all things it's also quite funny just because she's right she's like you know we're seeing pockets and she's basically explaining that she, she she's on the right trail she's completely on the right trail she's and like because of the I've, incompetence of the empire and yeah, ego yeah. they're not going to capture this they're not going to capture anyone yeah so here's someone who's literally like i've seen some signs of sort of rebellious behavior I want to go put to a stop to it before it goes too far. You know, I'm seeing signs that people may be planning something bigger. Plus, you know, a little bit of a, a gut feeling, which, you know, to, that's fair. Like all good detectives yep, have, I guess, gut feeling. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, old mate's like, look, you're full of shit. That ain't happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, so. Your reports, your homework's not done. Yeah. Your homework's not done. So, yeah, no, that's, uh, it's going to be funny. I guess, I guess what'll happen is, they'll pull off their mission and then she gets to walk into the room and go guess what fucking told right, bitches. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> i think that's how that's gonna go so also i i didn't i noticed during the recap this episode that you know uh uh what's his face Stellan Garsgård said last episode bastards is that the first time someone swore in star wars it was the first time someone swore in star wars yes someone said the word bastards yeah uh, I saw people on so Twitter either loving it or hating it. I saw someone literally say it ruined Star Wars for them because really, yeah. But you know, there's always something that's ruining something. Did they not <laughs> so watch the Rise of Skywalker? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff in that Empire stuff. Like, I love, I love the bit. Like, let's just put more money into surveillance for what purpose? To surveil more. <laughs> and you know, spend more on surveillance that, that's probably how these meetings happen in real life so oh yeah it's totally <laughs> how do we figure how do we solve the the, the problems let's just put money more let's money just, into the military let's just what yeah i'm pretty sure that's how trump was they trying, trying need to some more the tanks okay yeah we need a space force like i'm pretty sure that's how these <laughs> things happen you know? that's how these things happen yeah so. all right uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Going Rogue. Of course, make sure you subscribe to this podcast feed. Hold on entries. We've got all the other Star Wars shows on here, including uh, The Mandalorians, Very Bad Batch, and all these other things that are coming up. Um, head on over to our Twitter, explosionup.com slash Twitter 
follow us over there. Join Discord, explosionup.com slash Discord. And if you like watching some other shows, oh, sorry, or even watching it and listening to, head on over to The Lord of the Rings Extended, our podcast where we're talking about the rings of power at the moment. Head on over to, uh, what do you want to watch? Where we're talking about all things movie TV over there. Head on over to all new Marvelcast where we're talking about She-Hulk currently. And then head on over to South of King's Landing where we're talk- currently talking about House of the Dragon. There are so many after shows on explosionup.com right now. It is crazy insanity until next week keep rebelling <laughs>